All right, I've been thinking. When life gives you lemons, don't make lemonade. Make life take the lemons back. Get mad. I don't want your damn lemons. What am I supposed to do with these? Demand to see life's manager. Make life rue the day and thought it could give Cave Johnson lemons. Do you know who I am? I'm the man who's gonna burn your house down with the lemon. I'm gonna get my engineers to invent a combustible lemon that burns your house down. Welcome to episode 67 of the video game podcast, PlayStation Pals. I'm your host, Nick, and I'm joined by the Dante to my Virgil, John. Now, John, it's time for story time. Mm-hmm. I'll sit, I got, I'll sit I got some weekend stories to ta- tell you about. Okay. Wait, I, I got to get my blanket and yeah. a nice cup of hot cocoa. <laughs> yeah, everyone, everyone, everyone relax. Uh, yeah. Nick, Nick had an interesting weekend. Let his, let his voice soothe you. Yes. All right. The first thing, mm-hmm. I beat the Callisto Protocol. Oh, good? No. No. Two out of five. Two out of five. Great. Good. Get out of but here. <laughs> I want to discuss with you an interesting thing it does. Okay. Uh, the very ending of a game, the fate of your character is left ambiguous. Where do you find the fate of that character out? The website. Paid DLC. Ew. Final transmission. Okay. For $15, you can find out what happens to Jacob. Or I can go on Google and I can... <laughs> Pull up the in. Wikipedia <laughs> yeah, and look it that, up. Dude. Yeah. Can you believe they did that? I mean, honestly, after I kind of think, you know, with some of the lazy decision making you've been talking about with this game, it's not really surprising, honestly. You know, it's like, hey, no story, no story. Here's everything. And, you know, some other things you've said. So, yeah, uh, it's it's just more sad uh, that Callisto Protocol could have been Dead Space 2.0 right. or, you know, right. but alas. Yeah, it was just it was just like it was like it was a, it was a solid ending. I'll give it that. But in in. De- the original Dead Space too ended it on kind of like an ambiguous ending, you know. It was like, yeah. you're, was was he crazy or not? Was, but a, yeah, I mean, there's a difference between an ambiguous ending and and just leaving something not closed intentionally. Well, I think if it just ended, that's fine. But it, when it's like, oh, I can find out what actually happens in this DLC. Do they like give you a message like in game, like when you beat it, they said to find out. Well, this like what well, I- yeah there was a character that's like hey i can help you get off of here and then it, like it, it ends with like a monster attack and you're just like oh okay well like is that for the sequel like or is that something else and then not I, for the sequel and then yeah you find out that it is in this final transmission dlc that you find out and i was just like oh my god boo <laughs> that's a big hearty boo yeah gross but the real big story of the weekend is as I've talked about on this show, my PlayStation 5 has been randomly shutting down. Uh, it started earlier this year with titles like Jurassic World Evolution 2, uh, Final, Fest- Final Fantasy 16 was a big one. It would uh, hard shut down during like the final boss fight, uh, Baldur's Gate 3, Cyberpunk. It just kept happening. And to where I kind of hit a breaking point, I was like, I want to fix this. Like, I don't, I don't want to deal with this issue anymore. You know, we got this big release coming up in Spider-Man 2, which we'll talk about later. But I want my PlayStation 5 raring to go for this. But uh, at that same uh, token, I was a little hesitant because if I bork my system right before Spider-Man 2, it's like, oh, fuck. I'm yeah. going to have to go get a new PlayStation. Yeah, you'd be up, up a proverbial <laughs> shit's creek. 
But I don't know what got into me. Uh, Sunday, I decided to do it. I, I watched some videos. I got confidence. I got the tools I needed uh, to fix it. And uh, yeah, I did it. I completely took apart my PlayStation 5 um, and went for the what they call uh, the APU on it. it has liquid metal. And they show that, you know, after usage, it can start having oxidation, like dry spots on it. And this will cause, you know, the APU to heat up, your system to shut down. And then also uh, your power supply fans uh, can get filled with dust. And that can also cause an issue, causing the power supply to not be able to cool off and shut down. So, yeah, I took it completely apart. It's a lot of screws. Mm. It was like... <laughs> Are like they the, 70 teen, screws. the teeny tiny? You need a special like iFixit kit yep, type yep, screws. You need an iFixit kit screw, um, but the system itself isn't very complicated. There's a few ribbon cables to connect, like the Blu-ray drive, uh, the ports on the front, uh, some wireless antennas. But uh, it's either it's just the system board, the Blu-ray drive, and then the power supply, and everything else is just one giant system board. Um, which kind of makes it explain why we'll get into it later. Why the PS5 Slim can just have an easily attachable drive is because yeah. the system is so That's simple and uh, yeah, not complicated at all. So, so I, I did fret a lot. It, I had the issue. I had the dust. I had the corrosion. And I cleaned those up. I put it all back together. And you know, it's always the moment of truth, right? Mm -hmm. You plug it back in. Is it going to turn on or not? And mine turned on. And it did. It did. Well <laughs> I, done. Yeah. I played it for about an hour. So I don't know if the issue's gone. I'm going to assume it's gone. But uh, I won't know until we get into some heavy Spider-Man 2 playing. Yeah. you're. I mean, at least it's, you know, you're you're going to be tested immediately. Like, <laughs> you know, from some of the things Digital Foundry's been saying about the Spider-Man 2 game, it's a beefy boy. So, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll see. We'll see how your skills hold up. Um, the only thing of note is I did void the warranty. They do have a little sticker that protects a screw mm -hmm. that unless you go through these complicated steps of heating the sticker up and then removing it, the second you remove it, it, it shows like all the PlayStation logos yeah. on it. And it's like, well, you can't, that honestly kind of, the PS4 was the same way and mm -hmm. it kind of pisses me off. Yeah. Like I get it from a corporate standpoint, but uh, when I traded in my PS4, I had to basically just lie to them. They're like, have you ever opened this? I'm like, no. And luckily <laughs> they didn't check, but that would be, um, you know, something if you ever traded in, you might want to be a little. Yeah, you, you might. You true. might just have to do an eBay or a third-party thing. I don't know. I don't know if GameStop would take it. Yeah, that's an interesting point. They because it, it's easily seeable yeah. if you take the faceplate. Intentionally, so yeah, the faceplate off. So um, I don't know. I don't but, know, man. I, I got to tell you though, like just the idea that I have to go and mess with liquid metal. It just doesn't <laughs> doesn't seem like a real thing, right? Um, but it is. And yeah, you sent me some pictures. You you had a you had a sick a sick puppy on your yeah, hands. Yeah, I'll, I'll tweet them out. All the pictures I took of of the APU, uh, the other side of the heatsink, and then yeah, the the fan. It's the the power supply area itself, and just how what a dusty mess it was. Is I have a I have a dog, you know, so. I expected a Saint Bernard, nonetheless. <laughs> yeah, I expected all this, but uh, well, you say oxidization, I say leprosy. I mean, you yeah, know, it's, it's fine. It, it was gross. Yeah, but, yeah. but it, it it was. I'm, you know, it's it's a badge of honor now, right? Like yeah. I took mine apart, I cleaned it out, I cleaned everything. I, I, you know, I, it's clean as can be. It's probably as nice as when I got it. You know, so. Well, big question for you, Nick. So obviously, you know, a lot of listeners don't know what we do, but we do work in a tech industry, right? Yep. So would you say that this is an uh, easy enough process for somebody who would consider themselves tech adverse? Or Yeah, yeah? yeah. Okay. I think 
you the one of the greatest thing about YouTube is all these repair videos. There are so many good ones out there. I, I watched a couple because of just the one annoying thing about it is different screws, different lengths, especially for the black casing part of the, yeah, the system. Yeah, to be organized. Yeah, so you just have to be organized, remember which screw goes where, but there's a lot of great videos out there that take it apart and then show you what screw goes in which one. Yeah, so. it's just like a digital uh, instruction manual, like yeah. you just bought it from Ikea or something. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, there's only two different screws you need, uh, screw bits that you need, but, uh, yeah, keeping track of the screws is the hard part. But, no, nothing nothing crazy. Like I said, it's it's kind of wild how simple of a design that is but yeah i think all the intricacies and stuff is uh just what they did with that board you know on, yeah. the, on the system board oh yeah itself. For, but sure. for sure nice dude well well congrats yeah i hope i hope it holds up um, yeah <laughs> and this might even be a perfect segue into our first topic here but was part of the reason you decided to do this <laughs> is because we just got a little little mid-gen <laughs> refresh going on no, no, it's not why I decided to do it. You know, even though, like, there was if, that three seventy five from GameStop <laughs> staring at you. Well, I ruined that part. Well, you like, did now, <laughs> yeah. But I didn't know if like the it it uh, you know kicked you in the in the ass a little bit to get it done. No, I don't know why I decided. I just didn't want to go through it again. I didn't want to be playing Spider Man and having to deal with this shutting down issue. You know, I just wanted to, I just wanted to be done, and I was confident enough. I watched enough videos that I. Didn't yeah. think it was going to be a big deal. Yeah. So. All right. I, it wasn't. It wasn't this. This the first thing we're going to talk about in a little bit here. Oh um, yeah, and I should probably let you do the. You haven't done the cadence of the show yet <laughs> no, before I get into. No, there were two quick items we wanted okay, to talk okay. about. We we quickly briefly mentioned this last week as part of our state of the video game industry talk. But uh, we didn't really talk about Jim Ryan finally leaving Sony after 28 years. Finally. No, yeah. <laughs> he he announced his retirement. Uh, he is leaving in March of next year. Uh, a successor has not been named, so we don't know who will be picking up the mantle. But uh, I don't know, John, did you have any comments specifically about it? No. I mean, just um, what, I, what I would say is I think Jim Ryan is did a great job. He wasn't flashy. He didn't have a lot of fanfare. He put his foot in his mouth a couple times saying, you know, we believe in generations, all that good stuff. But at the end of the day, he oversaw the brand and kept the trajectory of the brand going. He got the console out in one of the most difficult time periods of of the industry, of a worldwide economy during the pandemic. And, you know, while he might not be a gamer, I think he was kind of the right person in charge for the time being. And so, um, you know, I wish him well. Um, it'd, be, it'd be nice to see whoever succeeds him to be a little bit more... Um, consumer focused on just like talk to us a little bit more because like you know the the whole era of sony not having just any communication with the fan base kind of started under him yeah so i would appreciate like you know whoever takes over next i would put a probably a good amount of like stock in herman holst um to maybe potentially do that or i don't know if they're going to want to go back and have a japan head you know that's something mm -hmm. they haven't had in a while but the brand has definitely uh, westernized a little bit with a lot of headquarters in, based in California, but no, I think he did a great job and he definitely deserves, uh, you know, the retirement that he's definitely going to have with all a boatload of cash. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's PlayStation is healthy as ever, you know? So, you know, so he, yeah, did, he, he obviously did, he did. did very well during those 28 years. Well, yeah. We'll see. I will say there's, you know, there's going to be some legacy of his career that we still don't know yet. Like, True. you know, this live service push that, that Sony's done True. would you know, arguably be his thing. And so, um, jury's going to be out for a while, but yeah, you know, yeah. I, uh, and then I'd, I'd, I'd take him over Phil Spencer. I guess. <laughs> That's true. That's true. 
And speaking of Phil Spencer, and speaking of something that might tarnish Jim Ryan's record a little bit, is also what happened over the weekend, Friday specifically, is Xbox completed its acquisition of Activision Blizzard. It is it is done. They they are part of the Xbox family. You can go see a fancy trailer. Um, what's this mean as far as Activision Blizzard games coming to Game Pass? Uh, Phil Spencer got ahead of that. No news about that until next year. Uh, but we do know Call of Duty alone is a, cannot be on Game Pass till after next year uh, because of their deal with Sony. So, uh, any thoughts, John? Have we we've kind of talked about this a bit when it first started happening. Again, we were we didn't know what was going to happen when the CMA blocked it. We thought maybe this might not happen at all, but here we are. It is it is done. Yep, uh, happy it's over. I mean, I. I'm luckily not a huge Activision, Activision Blizzard guy, so it's yeah. not like I feel like it, I'm losing a whole lot. Um, the only thing I'll say is Phil, Phil Spencer did have an interesting quote about the whole thing where he, uh, quote-unquote, extended an olive branch to everybody, and he said uh, to PlayStation, Nintendo, and PC players, you are welcome here and will remain welcome here. So I don't know if, if that means hey, we're going to allow certain things to still, like Call of Duty might still come to PlayStation because that's a huge portion of revenue for them. Or if that just means like, hey, you're welcome to buy an Xbox. You, know, <laughs> you never know with these kind of things. But that, I did find that quote a little interesting to potentially still keep that window open of like maybe they won't be entirely exclusive because $69 billion is a lot of money. And to mitigate that cost would be beneficial for them. Don't know. Yeah, if they, they're, they they're going to push their cloud streaming and they'll be fine if you play it on uh, your just your TV, your, your Nintendo Switch, whoever will have them in your browser, on your phone. Where however you're playing Xbox games, as long as you're paying a subscription and Paying them. <laughs> they'll, yeah. they'll put it out there. And actually, I do want to read. The, I found the full quote um, because I think it does add a little bit more context. He said to Xbox Wire, quote unquote, you are the heart and soul of these franchises, and we are honored to have you as part of our community. Whether you play on Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo, PC, or mobile, you are welcome here and will remain welcome here, even if Xbox isn't where you play your favorite franchise. Yeah. So. So we'll see. Now the work is cut out for Phil. Uh, to kind of match, at the very least, with Sony's output of games, manage this giant... They have so many studios now. Yeah, it's unwieldy, It's, it's going to be insane. So can they keep the production up? Can they deal with all the scandal behind Activision Blizzard during all this? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, will they be playing with some of these IPs they now have? There's a lot of legacy IPs, including... <laughs> I saw someone tweet out that who would have thought... In uh, 2023, Sony would own Bungie, mm-hmm. and Xbox would have the rights to Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, you know, know. Like <laughs> what a crazy future. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. <laughs> but yeah, it's yeah. over. Well, it's like there's not much to say until yeah. there is something to I say. I personally about. would love it if they start leveraging like you know ID to help with Call of Duty and things like that. That'd be cool. But I don't know. Yeah, it's in with Bobby Kotick uh, leaving January 1st. Yeah. Um, you know, it's. I wonder, I wonder how Microsoft senior management feels about that because he's obviously a good resource and not knowledge base for this, you know, massive, massive company. But like at the same time, it's probably like, okay, cool. We can start fresh. We can like, you know, kind of just pave our own path. But yeah, it's over. I hope to not really talk much more about it. Um, But you know, it's uh, the biggest mergers and acquisition in the industry by far ever. So yeah. It's, it's wild stuff. Who would have thought we'd be wild here? Wild stuff, wild stuff. <laughs> All right, let's move into how the show works, and this is how it does work. John and I both bring up the 
three things for a total of six things to the show. And it can be anything we want to talk about. It can be news, a video game we're playing, a topic, a email to PlayStationPalsPod at gmail.com, a Twitter DM at PSPalsPod, or a comment on our YouTube page at PlayStationPals. Any of those things, we can bring it and talk about it. And today we have four things, and boy, are they some things. So... Yep. Yep. We, we're, we, we're, we hinted at it earlier, John. What is, what is <clears throat> well, we're heating up, Nick. We're heating into, you know, busiest time of the year for the video game industry as it's been for, I don't know. I don't know when the fall became the busiest time in the video game industry. It might always have been that way, but got to get some, a little bit of housekeeping out of the way first. As I mentioned earlier, PlayStation did uh, give us a look at their mid-gen refresh, uh, aptly named, of course, the PlayStation 5 Slim, which is something that they've done all the way back to the PlayStation 1. Every single version of the console has had a Slim, so we obviously knew that that would be coming at some point uh, sooner rather than later, but um, the same it's the same, basically the same technology, features uh, everything that the PS5, you know, you know and love about it with a smaller form factor. Um, also coming alongside an attachable Ultra HD Blu-ray disk drive and one terabyte SSD for more internal storage. Um, the digital version. The digital version, yes. Uh, furthermore, the new PS5 has been reduced in volume by more than 30% and weight by 18 and 24% comparatively. Uh, there's four panel covers now, top portion being a glossy look while the bottom half remains matte. Uh, you are able to purchase the, if you purchase the digital edition, you can now get the spiff and sp or the fancy, like I said, uh, Ultra HD Blu-ray disc drive for an additional 80 US dollars. Uh, the new PS5 model will be start being available in November at U.S. retailers uh, or direct.playstation.com, um, and it'll continue to roll out globally. Um, the disc version will maintain at the $499.99 USD price point, and the digital edition is actually increasing in price by $50. Um, it doesn't come with the horizontal stand anymore, which is kind of interesting. Uh, you can purchase that for an additional $30. The vertical stand. Sorry, did I say horizontal? Yeah. Sorry, yes. Directions are hard. <laughs> vertical stand. If you want that, you know, if you want your console to stand vertically, unfortunately, you got to fork over a little bit more money, though. Um, and yeah, that's kind of the base, you know, the, the long and short of it. It's not an exciting refresh. It doesn't do anything brand new except for that attachable, attachable hard drive. But, you know, any, any, Top-level thoughts, Nick, on does this do anything for you? Does it get you hot and bothered? <laughs> does it does it make you want to get one? No, no. Unless I really borked my system, then I might have waited for one of these for sure. But uh, Well, and that's why I thought might you might have done it, because we <laughs> figured out that GameStop would give $375 for a PS5. So if you are kind of one of those people that maybe you have been having issues, kind of look into that, because you can, you can upgrade for pretty minimally. But Right. Yeah, anyway. But, but no, no, it's like, you know, again, it's... It's not cheaper, you know, so I think Sony is, again, it's, we're in a, like a recession, so yeah. we're told, uh, and everything's costing more, so the PlayStation 5 is just going to maintain the same, but be cheaper for Sony to make, yeah. you know, and the it, digital version, you're going to get more storage, but you're going to pay $50 more. Yeah, it, it, it is one of those things where it's like, you know, I, I can understand anybody coming out and saying like, what the heck, they didn't lower the price, it's like, but if you look at inflation when that thing even came out three years ago now it's it is unfortunately substantially cheaper but doesn't make it an easier pill to swallow but you know it, it does it looks shorter they didn't I don't think they released any specs on the height or anything like that but based on the picture and how tall I know the controller is it does look like it's squatted down a little bit 
uh, the bulge on the physical disc version that looks a lot more pronounced now so yeah. you know it's honestly maybe a little bit uglier for me but again I don't really I've honestly never cared no. how the console <laughs> looks I just want to play video games um, but yeah so yeah that'll, that will be available later this year and um, this is the new PS5 model so as soon as Sony gets through all of their stock on the existing ones uh, they look to just kind of replace it with these so um, kind of cool I you know trying to do the modular thing a little bit um, one thing of note is that that external disk drive does not work with the previous digital versions of the console mm -hmm. so if you are unfortunately somebody who bought the digital at launch and decided you know what I would like to watch uh, 4k movies or something like that unfortunately it, it won't work but um, and it because it just snaps in it's like it, yeah it, it's not even like because uh, Tom Henderson said it was like a USB drive, like you would plug it in through USB-C, mm -hmm. but that's not the case at all. It is just like, yeah, you take that plate where the on the disk version is a, the disk drive, you take that plate off, and you, it looks like it just snaps right yeah. in. Yeah, so pretty slick, pretty slick little bit of tech, but, you know, it's not going to light the world on fire, but we obviously wanted to make sure everybody was aware of it on the show. So speaking of Tom Henderson, he did you know, announced this thing earlier in the year that this thing existed. Yep. It almost seemed like he was lying because it, it, look how close to the finish line we were there uh, for the year. Mm -hmm. um, he also had the rumor about the PS5 Pro. Do you think because this rumor is now true, which, what, if yes or no, is there a PS5 Pro now? Yes. Okay. I think so. Um, not only because I, I do typically think Tom Henderson is – well, he has had some misses. He's one of the better in his industry insiders. And uh, as I bring up on the show much, much times, that's horrible English, horrible grammar. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> um, Colin Moriarty of Sacred Symbols, you know, he's very, very in tune with the industry. He's he's said on his show that he has spoken with somebody who uh, claims that it does. It is, in fact, existing and he believes them. So oh, I, I think it's coming. Um, yeah, that'll be interesting, though, because we're, you know, we've approached the point of less diminishing returns right it's like does yeah. ak really matter i don't think so do you want to buy a pro so you can just make sure you're playing 4k 60 on everything maybe yes you know yeah i mean that's 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 the you know the uh i don't know piece of the puzzle you got to figure out for yourself and you know if i can trade in my ps5 for, for almost 400 dollars and maybe upgrade to something like that maybe and but. final question so we can move on to the next topic is if there is a pro version will it be will have two SKUs? Or will it be disc only or digital only? That's a good question. Because mm -hmm. uh, I, I'm, I want to mm -hmm. say I want to say one skew. I don't think they would make two I different agree. versions. <laughs> I feel like you, if you make a pro, you have to include the disc drive. Well, actually, no. I'm gonna take that back. It's it's just gonna be modular. Like it's gonna be a base model digital, and they'll say there if you, you want to if you want to add the disc drive, you can. That's that's what it'll be from here Bingo. on. Bingo. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> that's that's what it'll be, and and honestly, like I'm kind of cool with that, you yeah. know, because I, I am I understand I am a dying breed. I think you are. I think you're all wrong, out you digital boys out there, but. I understand it. As we've talked about, it's really convenient to just scroll across your media bar and say, go, and it yep. goes. Um, <laughs> but I will never forsake 4K physical movies. That, that, that's the hill that I will die okay. on. So, you know, I'll be okay. there. Okay. So, yeah, that's it's new hardware. Kind yeah. of exciting, but. Yeah. It's interesting that, you know, again, I don't know if this is a Jim Ryan move, but just the messaging. Like, yep, yeah, blog post, here go. Like, in the past, they, you know, because in the... Um, what was what was the last showcase where they showed off the Deep Earth collection? Uh, that was the last uh, state of play. 
Yeah, like I would think this is more say to play worthy than like <laughs> another red color, but you know, either way. Um, and and they did clarify the Deep Earth collection is coming to these models. So. Hooray! So. Oh, one last thing I want to say about it: Why are you mixing glossy and matte? What are you doing? I don't that know. looks so that looks so bad. <laughs> it makes no sense to me. Pick one but or also, the other. Also, who stands their PlayStation vertical? I don't know. <laughs> I would if I had a good spot for it, but like I don't think anyone does. Yeah. it's an en- entertainment center usually. Yeah. You don't want this big bulky thing sitting out. Yeah. But I digress, but let's move on. <laughs> let's get excited. The fun stuff. We are on the heels of a big Sony first party release, and that game is Insomniac Spider Man 2. And as you're listening to this, you might be, well, how's it doing? How's it reviewing? Well, we're here to tell you that it is doing incredibly well. It is sitting on a 91 on Open Critic, one of the best-reviewed games of the year. All the reviewers seem to like it. Insomniac built on the, the platform that it was Spider-Man and Spider-Man, Spider-Man Miles Morales to make the best superhero game is what they're saying. Not me. I'll find out in a few days. But uh, Yeah, I mean, that's, uh, if they can beat Arkham for you, <laughs> I oof. That uh, This is awesome. You know, like, again... As we said with other games like Elden Ring and other titles that you get hyped for, it's just I don't want to say validation, but kind of is. It's, it's like yeah. you not that we expected anything less. Insomniac is amazing. So and I don't want to read the reviews too much because I don't want to get into spoiler territory. So I do have some questions for John. Is Insomniac now <laughs> the MVP of Sony's first party? Output on PlayStation Five. Yes, I mean, if you're if you're specifically <laughs> saying PlayStation Five, absolutely. And I would say they have a claim to surpass Naughty Dog for just all of PlayStation. I mean, while Naughty Dog's stumbling, they're thriving. I, I don't think you know. And, yeah, Naughty and, Dog has only released the remaster of Last of yeah. Us Part One, and the only other uh, studio would be Sony Santa Monica and God of War Ragnarok. Like that's yeah, kind of the. But, you know, and, 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 you know, maybe it's a little unfair to say Naughty Dog's stumbling because they're trying to foray into a genre and a type of game that they're not used to. But you can't, you know, not only has um, Insomniac just released their second Spider-Man game on this platform, they remastered the first one and they made a Ratchet and Clank game in that time, too. It's, just, it's unreal <laughs> what they're doing. And they're all, I think every, I don't know what Miles reviewed at, honestly, but it's like 88, 80, it might be an 86, and that's the lowest of their output. Like, they just make solid fucking shit, and yeah. um, video game-ass video games, you know, which, like, right. that's why I play, <laughs> I play, I play games for, for that exact reason, so, uh, yeah, I yeah. would say yes. Yeah, they're one of the best developers in the world, and definitely one of the best developers in Sony's stable of uh, first-party developers, so... So yeah, I I'm with you. They are the MVP right now. You, it's not even close. You, yeah, like you just you you gave the stats. It's all there. Mm-hmm. Second thing. Now with this at a 91, in the Game Awards, they give a nomin. They have six Game of the Year nominees every year. Not to say that they can't go over that or anything, but we're gonna kind of stick with the fact that they've done six. I haven't even thought of that. Maybe they're just like <laughs> fuck it. Which, okay, anyway, sorry. We're gonna say they're gonna do six. Is and and the the nominees are determined by every outlets. So the IGNs, the GameSpots, the Giant Bombs, uh, Game Informers, they all kind of vote, and then the the cream rises to the top. The top voted ones uh, become the six. Uh, will Marvel Spider Man Two be one of the six now? Yes. We are missing two games, kind of far, like we don't know about yet. That Super Mario Wonder mm-hmm. and Alan Wake Two. I don't think there's any other game. 
coming out by the time because uh, Avatar: Frontiers of Pandora is mm-hmm. not eligible, mm-hmm. and then we, and we have a Call of Duty title. So how dare you disrespect Modern Warfare Three? <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so we have kind of three games that possibly could could be in here, mm-hmm. but I, is there a chance? The question stands as is. Yeah. I'm just saying that that there they still exist out there. Is is Spider Man Two one of the six? Yes, I think it definitely is. And you know, while I know you are super super spoiler cautious, which I definitely respect, I have read a couple of these reviews, and it's just you know, oh, I, it improved on everything the first one did, <laughs> and oh, I, I I expected to be impressed, and I walked away aghast at what the developers were able to pull off. Like, the, and Greg Miller on kind of funny saying it's my game of the year. You know, yeah. you're getting those type of responses, which means that it's definitely enough to be nominated as one of the top six. Um, you know, obviously Baldur's Gate and Zelda are shoe-ins. They're guarantees. I would say this is probably the next closest guarantee. Yeah. Um, and then you're, then you're talking, so that's three guaranteed spots. So that leaves three open. Um, you got... You don't have to determine the rest now. I know, but I like this, you know, thought exercise. Uh, <laughs> we are going to do this later oh. when, when all the reviews are out. Ooh. Not well, later I'm, this podcast, I know, but I know, late, I know. late we will do this one. Okay. Then there's three other ones. I have no idea what they are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll definitely discuss that. Yeah, like I said, I'm just waiting for pretty much the Wonder review and the Alan Wake review, which we should maybe I know think, by next week. Yeah, I wonder. I don't know. I wonder what Wonder will do. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, I, I, I'm with you. It's it's easily going to be in there. And so that's that's awesome. Yep, like, there's another Sony, Sony nominee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... That's where we are with that. So we're kind of in this, again, we're pre-Spider-Man 2. By the time you listen to us next time, we'll have played it. Some of us might have played a lot of it. Some of us may have watched <laughs> our son play a lot of it. <laughs> yeah. uh, their son play a lot of it. But anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll know a lot more about the story and the gameplay and all that. So now we can just, right now, just kind of theorize what we think might happen. Real quick, I did want to say one thing I noticed about the reviews that I don't have any, you know, uh, take on it really, but thought it was kind of interesting. So first off, the lowest review from anybody is an eight, right? So mm-hmm. it's kind of one of those nice things that you, you're guaranteed to pretty much like it. But I did notice that of the outlets that gave it an eight, it's all the big boys again. It's PC Mag, IGN, GameSpot, Push Square, um, hmm. Metro Game Central, Eurogamer. It's just interesting that like there's only like nine or ten eights and like eight of them were huge outlets i don't know what that says about anything yeah, i just wonder weird. if they have to be a little more critical and maybe some <laughs> fanboyism worked its way into some of the smaller outlets but oh way. no now you're being one of the starfield people because <laughs> that's what they were saying yeah yeah of course <laughs> when the big outlets uh reviewed starfield poorly but um yeah but it, i mean yeah and I, by no means is that poor, an eight is an eight is is fine it's good but yeah um, thought it's interesting anyway so, continue so anyway so Kind of where we left off last time, and again, if you haven't played Spider-Man or Spider-Man Miles Morales, we are going to spoil a little bit here. Um, so skip ahead 30 seconds. That uh, kind of our Peter Parker, Spider-Man, he kind of handled his business with um, Doc Ock. Everything's left there. Uh, and then Miles Morales went through his whole thing with Finn, did that, but the kind of overarching uh, end cutscene thing we saw was Harry Osborn and the symbiote. That's mm-hmm. kind of the only teases we've gotten in both games. Um, we know from the trailers we've seen of this game so far. I, I don't think. Did you watch the launch trailer? Mm-mm. Yeah. So we haven't seen any trailers since you know the state of play. Uh, so we know you know 
Venom's in it. We know Harry Osborn is back and a big part of the story. So that's kind of where we're at mm-hmm. at this point. So I got a couple of questions for you, John. Okay. First question. Hmm. I, I know the story will dictate who you play as, but who do you think you'll play more as if, if you have a choice? Miles or Peter? If I have a choice, Miles. Okay. I think Peter... I think you do have a choice for a lot of it. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I think his powers are just... Peter is more gadget heavy. Miles is more electricity, like cool right. power focus. And I just think that's... Plus, right. I just... I like his vibe better i guess you know he he the way that he kind of like fly flops through the air you know um seems a little more out of control you know Mm -hmm. younger spider-man and and peter is just kind of yeah i'm I'm a buy the book superhero and i'm gonna do everything i need to do so if i have the opportunity miles i think but as we know also from the trailers peter will get the symbiote Mm -hmm. well that does that change your answer at all yeah of course (laughs) (laughs) of course i mean you know i i fully expect the um narrative to weave in and out of that type of stuff if you're able to you know if peter's got the suit on him if it's separated from peter entirely and now venom's stalking the city or whatever it is but yeah if peter has the venom abilities you gotta you gotta do it because i don't i don't expect to have access to him the entire game so yeah okay plus plus it's you know it's a completely different take on peter parker i want to see what mean peter parker is like yeah you know (laughs) uh but yeah i'm with you miles is always the more exciting uh, at face value, but again, yeah, you throw symbiote Spider-Man in, mm-hmm. then that takes that takes. Yeah, it's the one it is the <laughs> we've played as Miles, we've played as Peter, right? We haven't played as him yet. So. Uh, and then speaking of that symbiote, do you think we will play as Venom in this game? Full like proper Venom? Yes. I don't. Okay. I don't. I I mean I don't know if do you, are we going to get into what we think narratively with this or no. We can, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So what, what, I, mean, I think what, that's a big part of if, if you play as Venom. Yeah, I mean, what I what I'm kind of expecting is they're going to follow a similar play uh, playbook uh, with the first game, where you had a kind of very much a first act and a second act, right? Your first act, Mister Negative, was kind of your main focus, while obviously there was some shit brewing on with with Doc Ock in the background. Yeah, and I think it's kind of going to take a similar. St- similar uh, structure where Craven is going to be kind of the first focal point for Spider-Man to overcome, right? You know, we know our friend Harry is struggling with the disease. Uh, you got to figure all that out. And then Craven's going to become with all of his goons because there's got to be goons. You know, you need an organization mm-hmm. to have goons. Can't just be Venom is the only bad guy in New York, right? Mm-hmm. So you're going to go through that. You'll probably figure out a way to deal with Craven. Um, you'll probably need to uh, get the symbiote suit. Like you'll have like a, a Osborne Labs uh, type uh, narrative thing, and the thing will it'll attach itself to Peter, gives you the strength and the power you need to take on Craven. You get rid of him, and then at that point, you know you probably need to you need to figure out a way to get the symbiote off Peter, which I think Miles's electricity is probably going to have some sort of effect on it, and then that'll attach itself to Harry because we need to save him and. Uh, at that point, Venom is a bad guy, and I think it's going. We're going to be spending the game getting Miles and Peter back together because there's going to be some sort of, you know, erosion of their relationship when when you got Venom Peter going on. And then at that point, I think Venom is, I think Venom's treated as the bad guy. You've got Venom's Harry Osborn. Venom's Harry Osborn. I, you know, I I could see a scenario where maybe it's Norman, maybe, but um, I think it's it's Harry because you're going to have to have this emotional moment where probably you gotta you know you gotta get the symbiote off of harry it's gonna kill harry this is what i'm guessing i know nothing (laughs) so if i'm right and i say you you spoiled it for me i I don't i promise um 
and and so you will get your fix of playing as Venom when he's on Peter, but not anything other than that. Okay, interesting, interesting. And this is kind of an after the after the game kind of thought, but what, how hard would you bet on a Spider-Man Venom half-step game? <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Like, I haven't even thought of that. Like it's a Spider-Man on. Miles Morales, but a Spider-Man Venom. Because I'm kind of with you, unless, unless you'll kind of know early on, right? Like if the symbiote powers have to be used in some kind of gameplay specific thing, like you can't do certain things without sure. the symbiote powers, you know that you're going to have a, a method to get it back. Like when, when Peter loses it. But, uh, yeah, do you, do you think that the, the lead-in will be a, I, a Spider-Man Venom half-step? Because there's 100% going to be a Spider-Man <laughs> Venom half-step. <laughs> but the popularity of that character, a yeah. game where you play him as him the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I, you know, and with the... Granted, if he survives. I mean, I, we don't know that either. If, if That's true. something happens to Venom. I mean, I think the the the... Franchise kind of yeah it needs to decide how it wants to go forward and there's by no means it's not mutually exclusive to say that you have to have a half set Venom game but what I think they're gonna want to do after Spider-Man Two proper is st- uh, incorporate the ever popular across the Spider Verse into the Spider Verse shit uh, to yes, it too. In a question. Oh whoops, <laughs> sorry. Um, so you think there will be a Spider-Man Three then? Yeah. I think so, and I don't. Uh, does that mean we're just gonna incorporate Gwen somehow, or like it's gonna be this balls to the walls, crazy type Spider Verse thing? But I think a Venom half step game, assuming he's alive, does make sense, irregardless, because we have seen more and more evidence now. If you know, if this Sony Santa Monica God of War Ragnarok half step game is true, that's an Atreus probably an Atreus game. We've already had a Miles Morales game. We've we've have these weird. At Burning Shores. Burning Shores, um, which is like a little different because you're still Aloy, but like almost like I'm trying to like focus on oh, these I like side you. character things, yeah. right? Where it's like First Light was one of the very first ones with Infamous Second Son where you play mm-hmm. as an entirely different character. So like I could see them, yeah, doing that to flesh out the universe and whether that leads into what they want to do with a, a Spider-Verse style game or or it's just its own standalone thing. I think it makes total sense. And with Insomniac being fucking black wizards over there, you know, yeah. like why not? Yeah, yeah. 100%. They can do it in probably a week. <laughs> and since we're kind of on the ending topic, we'll just quickly, one last question. Will there be any kind of tease to Marvel's Wolverine in the game. Yeah. 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 I don't think it's going to be a <laughs> focal point, but I think it's going to be... I could see maybe some collectibles or something yeah. in the... some Maybe even like a side quest leading at least to alluding to... They're going to say Logan. They're going to say like... X-Men or something yeah. something along that along those lines so I would I, I would find it hard to believe that they wouldn't like they have assets they have a team working out like ha- they're gonna have fun with it so I think it'll be a thing where it's you know once the Wolverine game comes out there's gonna be a you know a polygon article about like here's the 35 Easter eggs you right. missed from yeah. Spider-Man 2 <laughs> yeah. it'll be something like that but it's yeah. not gonna be like hey Peter hey Logan how's it no, going no, 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 <laughs> you know, no. it'll be yeah it'll be subtle for sure yeah um all right, and then villains. I know you had a villain spoiled for you, yeah. so the can bring. Don't I don't want to know. Oh, you don't, don't want to know, know about. Yeah, uh-huh. uh. <laughs> big wheel. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, but uh, specifically Green Goblin. Well, Norman Osborn, who is the he's the mayor, right? Yes. Will he don the Green Goblin moniker? It almost seems cliche. But like I again, based on kind of what my thought process is, I can see this game ending, 
you have to make a hard decision and Harry will die. Norman will blame Spider-Man. Yeah. Here's a, here we go. Like, right. yeah, that's, that's you know, one. I mean, it, it logically makes sense. Yeah, it, yeah. Will it seem lazy? Maybe, but again, from the reviews and what everybody says, like the narrative does not suffer in this game at all. So, right. so if that is the path they go, um, I expect some twists and turns along the way. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I, I don't know because Eddie Brock, right? That's who's usually Venom. And so mm-hmm. Insomniac's taking liberties to change that up. You know, would they change up who's the Green Goblin too? Maybe, or yeah. maybe they don't even, they don't even want to approach it and, you know. As we know of, we yeah. again, Venom could be Eddie Brock. Right. Because, I mean, know. you know, the main villains that we have left of the Spider-Man, at least that I know, I'm sure there's lots of comic book nerds out there that could tell me otherwise, oh, but yeah. you got <laughs> so you got Mysterio, you got... Um, we know he's kind of teased in this. Yeah, he's like... Because his logo is seen in one He's of almost the, like the... Um, what was it? What was that? Screwball? Screw, yeah. Like probably one of those kind yeah. of characters. Where you, yeah, actually, I, gu- I guarantee it because you're going to go into a here's the Mysterio thing and it's like some random crazy fucking dream world thing, right? right? Yeah. Um, so you got him, you got Green Goblin, obviously, you got Sandman, you got. I, I don't know much <laughs> more than that. So. There was a lot of villains in the first game, so it's. Yeah, so. I don't honestly know why my train of thought is leading me down here anymore. I've, I've, lost, <laughs> I've lost the force for the trees, but. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I don't know either. They can definitely go if, as far as villains go. Uh, but staying on the villains thing, uh, kind of in Spider-Man 1, the goons were Mr. Negatives at first. Mm-hmm. Well, very first they were Kingpins, then Mr. Negatives. And then Silver Sable showed up. I could Kingpin of a, coming back. I'm sorry. Yeah, the Kingpin's yeah. another one. Uh, Silver Sable kind of came in and kind of the higher level enemies became uh, her. Is there any goons that you can think of? Like a... In that kind of similar vein, that could take over, um, be an issue. Yeah, I mean, I'm 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 not the superhero guy, <laughs> but so I mean, I you know, Mysterio could have some cool henchmen, but like again, we just discussed, he's probably not some sort of you yeah, know, he's probably some side quest. Yeah, um, Sandman could have like you could get crazy with some sort of particle-looking sand people. That would be awesome like you know i don't know yeah. if, if you could figure that out and that would make sense because like he would have the ability to just kind of you know raise mobs or the, or the symbiote can just infect normal enemies and gosh knows what could is happen the symbiote there. able to um uh no not detach like, itself and have usually like, when there's there's usually just more than one symbiote at that point okay you know, yeah so. i was like because that wouldn't I feel like if it did have that ability, what do you do and make a thousand times? <laughs> but um, but you could always have like yeah, you could have shield, you know, like stuff mm. like that show up. You know, there could be other other. Yeah, I guess I'm not good at thinking like beyond the Spider Verse, like you know. But that is totally in play. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, Nick Fury shows up somehow. <laughs> yeah, it's very it's very possible. It's just weird. I feel I because I I feel like we're kind of past that pop culture wise. Like, yeah. I, I, <laughs> Not to derail the conversation into a Marvel thing, but like it just, yeah, it feels like the impact that that would have is kind of past, and it would be more impactful to show like Miguel from across the Spider Verse or or something like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, um, we seem to assume that um, I forget the detective's name. Yuri. He's gonna be yeah, Yuri is gonna be Wraith. Yes, we know that. But will there be any other returning characters? Will Taskmaster be back? Will uh, Black Cat be back? Um, no, I don't think they would because 
I mean, they might show up, but I don't, not of any substance. You know, if you're gonna have Mysterio be an open world thing, you can't go back to like, what are you gonna do? Look at find little cats all over the you know black ass <laughs> thing again? Or um, yeah, I can see you, like again. I think I think their involvement would be side quest, and I th- I even think you, the race storyline will be a side quest. It'll be second fiddle to yeah to everything else that's going on. So do you think do you think she's going to uh, come to Spider Man's aid at the end of the game <laughs> and be like I, I understand now? No, like I said, I think she's I think there's you've got so many players already between just having Miles and Spider Man and then they're Mary Jane and Genki and all that stuff that I think you have enough players in the game that I think like I don't think they, they need to involve them. But I don't know. You know, yeah. the end of uh, Spider-Man involved the Sinister Six, you know, like it had all the villains get together. So it's hard you to say. You kind of wish they didn't spoil that in the trailers. Not yeah. thinking about it now. Yeah. That, yeah, that, that was, was not necessary. I know they didn't spoil the, the Doc Ock part, but it's you. <laughs> um, but yeah, kind of a ballsy move now that I think about it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's kind of all the questions I really have. I, I, I don't know if you had anything... Any predictions? I'm looking over my notes. Um, I could see, I could see Harry as Venom killing his dad at some point. You know, like if there was a way to to wrap up the Norman Osborn uh, arc, unless if you, unless if they had plans to do that. I'm just trying to think of like emotional impact moments. You know, like MJ is going to be in the game, but I don't know how she gets used. I, Miles has got to have more than just ganky to kind of interact with I know. and just are dealing with just symbiotic peter there's got to be like yeah there's got to be something that's why i think like this and is very have- much going to be a peter story because you know we got Miles. we the last game we got was miles we kind of got a, a decent amount of him miles inherently takes a backseat to peter so i i think you're going to be more involved on a on a large scale with with him you know, maybe you know Miles is a teenager going through high school, right? You know, he's got to probably have some sort of love interest. I know in the in the Miles game there was that uh, girl who spoke um, sign language. You know that he was kind mm-hmm. of getting involved with. But yeah, I don't I don't know. That's that's kind of my biggest question with this game is how do you incorporate Miles um, on a uh, narrative level in inner in weave those together because his his dad's already died, right? Yeah. You know that's already happened. Um, so that you know that level. I mean, unless if you're gonna risk his mom, but I mean, she was running to be mayor. So like, you know, you probably have some conflict between right. Rio Morales and and Norman Osborn. And True. I'm now just actually the pieces are forming in my brain <laughs> as I'm talking about more, this. Yeah, I'm um, remembering more. You know, so like that could that could lead to some sort of conflict and and. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's gonna be. It's gonna be great. That's all I can. <laughs> that's all I can say for sure. Yeah. Again, like as as, as we said, by next episode, it'll we'll know so so much. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm so, I mean, I, I'm um I'm unfortunately going to be at an amusement park this Saturday. <laughs> uh, you know, unfortunately in air quotes. <laughs> um. So yeah, you know, as per usual, you'll probably get a lot more done than I will, but. We'll see. Yeah. This is this is kind of new territory. As as people know that listen to the show, your son is obsessed with Spider Man. Yeah, you're gonna put this game in front of him, and who knows if you Sunday you're just you're going crazy on it because I'll probably yeah I I fully expect him to have a nice video gamey Sunday. Uh, but the the little boy needs to take a take a chill pill with games. I will admit uh, his Worst dad timing. his dad <laughs> might be letting him play too much. So uh, <laughs> you know I I might do like the can't play games during the weekday thing. But um, either way, yeah, Spider Man Two is a it'll be a moment he probably remembers for a while. So 
I can't, yeah. I can't deny him at least that first day, you know, <laughs> really sink his teeth into There's it. so then, many suits he's got on. And then just be a miserable <laughs> kid throughout the week. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so it'll, yeah, it'll be interesting again, like how you're, you're consuming it in this as a dad watching your son play and then. I'm yeah. going to have these parallel things going on. Yeah. It's going to it's going to suck, honestly, yeah. where like, okay, go to your profile now. I guess I'll just watch you and then I'm going to then he's going to go to bed and then I'm going to just play what I just watched him <laughs> yeah, do. Exactly. You know, it's like I don't I don't quite know how to tackle it. And then right. you know, with this with the I'm I'm pretty not deep into cyberpunk, but like I'm I'm making headway, so you know, do I just should I should I just power my way through that and try and forsake Spider-Man for a little bit? I, I don't know. And let you kind of carry carry it and let Levi get through it, and then I can go. I can get him do a little five minute review for us. It'll be hilarious. <laughs> and then I then I jump into. I don't know. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm curious I if, I how know. you'll feel about wanting to play it on your own time is is really interesting. Yeah, well, at least for me, you got to remember, like the narr- the narrative draw doesn't power me through things. Right. So, like it, that's that's a good thing, at least, where it's like the the moment to moment gameplay and swinging is is really what I want to get back into. So, right. Okay. And, and what fly? What I don't, I still don't quite understand how a, sp- a spider man can fly. But I'm, I mean, it's a wingsuit. Yeah, sure, but you can't gain altitude in a wingsuit, <laughs> can you? I mean, at least not. It looks awesome. Not in right? perpetuity. Yeah, it looks great. Though. It looks fun. <laughs> we'll, we'll find out soon. Video game ass shit. So, yeah, again, yeah, both of us will have thoughts and impressions next week as as we both play through it. So, mm-hmm. all right. So that means we're back on to our video game character, Battle Royale. Woo! We have some comments to share with you from last week's battle. And if you remember, that was Laura Croft. Lara. Lara Croft <laughs> versus Sam Fisher. And then Duke Nukem <laughs> versus Kratos. Oh, boy. So speaking of the Sam Fisher Lara, mm, thank you, Croft thank uh, you. battle. Uh, we did get a few uh, comments on our Twitter poll. Uh, Jesse Pal of the show said Laura Croft for sure. Her kill list includes not just humans but all types of supernatural too. So one man shouldn't be too hard for her. And like John said, the power of seduction mm-hmm. is a great seduction. weapon. Seduction. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then building on that, someone whose Twitter handle is Sam Fisher. Oh, was, that's not. I you didn't say that. <laughs> Also wrote in, and he says your answer is as follows, and it is Laura Croft and Sam Fisher like hugging and embracing each other. It is it, it's a bizarre picture. Yeah, yeah. If, <laughs> hey, follow up with that, um, Sam Fisher, and where did where did that come from? Is that I, I mean, it's, the Twitter poll is open to anybody, so like people can just you know, if they see the tweet, they can they can answer the poll. No, that's fair. But if you are a listener. Right back in. I'm curious where you got that picture. <laughs> yeah. Also, introduce yourself. We love we love fresh faces. <laughs> could be could be a could be a mod of some kind or gosh yeah. gosh knows what. But uh, but in that bout, gosh knows what. <laughs> Sam Fisher came out on top. Yeah, he, he, yeah. That is like kind of our first upset. Old man Sam Fisher. <laughs> so how's a 69 year old man taking down a whatever? Whatever. It's fine. <laughs> And then again, well, we had Duke Nukem versus Kratos. <laughs> now this one I will get upset about if you give me some. <laughs> it weird was getting news. a little scary because nobody had voted news. on it. I thought we might have to flip a coin. So make sure you do vote, either sending an email or voting on our Twitter poll, because I thought we might have to like <laughs> God, flipping. Like it was like Saturday, nobody had voted. I was like, oh my god, are we gonna have to flip a coin? That would be great if Duke Nukem beat Kratos. <sighs> no one, but but people did end up voting. 
Uh, Jesse, again, pal of the show, said there's few characters that will be able to match or beat Kratos, but Duke Nukem isn't one of them. Well done, Nick, for trying, though. Yeah. And so, of course, Kratos is moving on from that battle. So So Lara is out. Duke is out. That's right. And that is 12 down. We've got 12 12 contestants down, Nick. Okay. Yeah. We don't know what the full total list is yet. The total amount of, of characters? Yeah. Uh, there's 48 left. Okay. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> some yeah. of these slow weeks, we might have to up the up the up the characters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can definitely. And like I said, I think at the beginning of this, it's going to take about a year to get through. So, <laughs> so, um, listeners out there, if you really dig this, if this is like one of your favorite parts of the show, like we can we can do you know we can go three depending on the week. You know, we might have to uh, pull a veto if if there's too much to talk about, but. You know, if, yeah, if you guys are digging this and would like to see it go, th- see us go through it quicker, uh, let us know. Yeah, yeah, of course. I, I, I think so. I think everyone's, everyone's digging it. Yeah, so. well, I know I am. <laughs> I am too. So, all right, John, what, is, what are our next matchups? All right, so we have a pair of demons versus kind of a pair of normal dudes. I got the demons. Uh, we got Dante versus Sam Porter Bridges. Dante <laughs> from Devil May Cry fame, Sam Porter Bridges from Death Stranding. Mm-hmm. And we got Bayonetta from the titular Bayonetta series and Solid Snake from the legendary Metal Gear Solid franchise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have a preferred matchup you would like to discuss first? Either one. You, you choose, bud. All right. Let's do, uh, let's do Bayonetta versus Solid Snake. Um, we really should start keeping track of this, who went first last time, <laughs> but I think you did. Yeah. So yeah. I will go ahead and get it kicked I'm off. I'm your even days. No. So. It's week four. Oh, okay. I feel like it'd be easier to do odd or even episodes. Like, but <laughs> sure, that too. Because <laughs> I don't got to keep track of the weeks. But all right, so Bayonetta versus Solid Snake. I am in the Bayonetta camp. All right, uh, hold on. I gotta get the timer. Okay, one minute. All right. Another entry into the smell. St- the smell test category nick i love solid snake he's a legend he is one of the most iconic video game characters of all time thank you however he's going against an umbran witch somebody who's over 600 years old she is classified as the left eye of the world i don't really know what that means but that's an amazing (laughs) title all right um she is a master at basically everything she can summon demons she can use witch time which i you know i don't know how solid snake would be able to handle witch time you're basically freezing time and doing whatever the fuck you want she's a master of all the elements fire ice electricity doesn't matter um she is going to kick the shit out of him. She's fighting. She's fought in cosmic demons, cosmic things that are going to end all of time and space. While Snake has, you know, successfully alleviated some nuclear warfare, but that's about it. You know, he's an old man whose genes are making him age rapidly. He's going to die by fifty-five, and Bayonetta is six hundred. Like, I, you know, I, I don't know. You know, she can outlast him like the end fight from Metal Gear Solid Three, and he'll just die. Okay. All right. Okay. There you go. Your argument for Bayonetta. So, yep. all right, you ready? Yeah, oh yeah, I gotta. I guess I gotta <laughs> make this a fair playing ground. I can just keep going, you know. Not that I have to. Oh, go ahead whenever you're ready. All right, Solid Snake, the legendary ex-member of Foxhound, clone of the legendary operative Big Boss. Solid Snake's record needs no introduction. He is an expert of CQC tactical espionage, and a ton of exotic gear, including Octo Camo, Special Grenades, Controllable Rocket Launchers, Face Camo, Metal Gear Mark II, all kinds of things. 
And you might think Bayonetta's not in his wheelhouse, but Solid Snake has fought a bunch of supernatural bosses. Gray Fox, Vulcan Raven, Psycho Mantis, Vamp, Beauty and the Beast, and several and several giant robotic Metal Gears. He's done it all. Hmm. He is a legendary video game character. He should win this whole thing, so Bayonetta should be nothing. He should win this whole thing. <laughs> all right. Solid Snake versus Bayonetta. Master... What'd you say? Member of Fox versus X um, member of Fox. X member of Fox versus Umbran Witch Bayonetta. And uh, we didn't even point this out, but I got both Kojima characters. <laughs> you got both Kojima characters, and I got both like just like uh, you know I, the the two demony action right. platinum people. I don't yeah, know. probably the most recognizable names in yeah third person action games. Yeah, <laughs> like, it, it was the a same weird, genre. It was a weird randomizer for sure. Yeah, it's almost like it wasn't random. Oh yeah, I'm, mm. you, you got me. I'm I'm. <laughs> I ma- it matters so much to me that I out 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 uh, debate you. There's the word. All right, on to Dante versus Sam Porter Bridges. All right, Dante. of Death Stranding. Of Death Stranding. In you case you know. don't know who that Dante is, Dante of Devil May Cry. He is the Norman Reedus dude from Death Stranding. All right. All right. You ready? Yep. All right. Dante is able to use his demon energy, which is, again, badass as shit, through his weapons, through his guns, through the vehicles he's riding to make them go faster. He can double jump using his demon energy. He can use defensive methods to transform into demon forms. He's able to uh, use a Super Saiyan-like ability where his power just keeps ramping up. Like, he starts, and he can, like, take on some mobs, but by the end of it, once he's gone through his devil triggers, once he's, like, maxed out all of his abilities and everything, he's fighting, again, cosmic beings. We're not fighting Fox Die or whatever the fuck you fight in Metal Gear or or Death Stranding with some goopy dudes, right? We're fighting cosmic beings. Um he would, you know, he would kick the ever-loving shit out of Sam Porter Bridges. And I know what you're going to say, Nick, with Sam. He's immortal. You can't kill him. Oh, he's just going to come back. He's a repatriate. Well, this is a battle royale. We're trying to win fights, all right? He might not be able to die, but there is no world where he can go head-to-head with Dante and defeat him in battle. Okay. Sure. If you, if you say so. That is what, that's, what, that's what he says. <laughs> Oh wait! I got to do the time thing again. Okay. All right. This is a, this, uh, I don't envy you, but you mentioned you mentioned it. But one word: repatriation. Mm. This is Sam Porter Bridges' ability to come back to life after death. What a pain in the ass that is to deal with. Mm-hmm. Second thing: Kojima. <coughs> he is a Kojima character. <laughs> like that makes them just balls to the wall, insane. Mm. The normal rules of battle do not apply. But Sam Porter Bridges, he's smart. He has endurance. He has strength. He's a survivalist. He can survive wild conditions and figure out traversal of dangerous areas. And goopy dudes? Goopy We're dudes. talking about BTs here. <laughs> Invisible ghosts that can change the environment around you. They're deadly as can be. And Sam Porter Bridges, uh, while carrying a thousand packages on his back, can can get through them. So you think a straight-on fight with Dante, who's smug, copy, and overconfident, well, Sam's pragmatism and his ability to the, the think under stress, well, he'll get through this battle. Okay. All right. <laughs> it's so hard not to, uh, to say things afterwards. No. Ah. No. no. All right. And I just want to have one asterisk here. No. Will, friend of the show, you can't just vote for Sam because you love Death Stranding. He can do whatever he wants. You can he vote for Sam if you, if you think he can win. Yeah, that's right. You can vote for whoever you want, but uh, just know, just know I'm, I'm watching. I'm watching you. 
we are tied. We it is true. Yeah, we are. We are. I think every single. Or did you get two one week and no, I got two? No, we split one? every week. We split in every week. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so again, write in what you think or respond to our Twitter poll, which I usually put out the day after the show goes up, so everyone has a chance to listen to our arguments. All right. Now for my favorite part of the show, the randomizer. I love. Oh, yeah, we get to I, find out. The I next love one. to see the next matchup. All right. So heading into week five, six, five, mm-hmm. five. What do I got? Give it to me. No, this will be this will be week six, right? No, I don't know. I can't do math. Yeah, week five. Okay. Yeah. So, randomizer, randomizing things. Nick's gonna be fighting for Banjo and Kazooie. Oh God. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh God is right. Indeed, I know nothing of that franchise. <laughs> sure. All right. I like a challenge. And then for me, yeah, it's probably I'm probably gonna get fucking God or something. <laughs> No, that's a great one, actually. Monokuma. <laughs> Monokuma from Danganronpa. If you don't know what that is, Japanese visual novel. He's like a killer teddy bear. He's, yep. he's, he's a very interesting character, and this is actually a pretty good matchup. Yeah, unfortunately, we played those games before the podcast, so we haven't talked about them much. But Yeah, but if you know, you know. Mm-hmm. All right, and then for matchup number two, Nick will be championing... Mario, <laughs> Mario, my fir- the first person I wrote on the list. Can can Nintendo get a guy through? They're over two. Yeah, we'll see. Who does who does Mario have to fight? I hope it's like Astrobot or something. <laughs> Sonic or something. Let's see. Shovel Knight, good oh, fight. Okay, okay. Good fight. Mario versus Shovel Knight. Okay. Two two eight uh, bit inspired uh, little characters. There. <laughs> cool. Sam, so, yeah. Shovel Knight versus go. Mario. And I already forgot the other matchup because that's how short my memory is. <laughs> Banjo and Kazooie versus Monaco. There we go. All right, cool. So that's that's it. That's the the four things. We're eager to get to Spider Man. So I don't know if we have any other more. If we have any other previews? Again, if more previews of next show, uh, if reviews come out for Super Mario Wonder, for sure will be out net by next podcast, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alan Way 2 will be unknown. But if those reviews come out, I do want to do our six game of the year, our game awards game of the years. Again, not ours, yeah. but what we think will be the six. Uh, kind of funny, kind of jumped the gun and did theirs. And I think that was a mistake. But <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, because you're still like, well, we don't know yet because yeah, these games aren't. Well, then wait, guys. <laughs> yeah, well, then exactly. wait. So, so I, I'm excited to do that. And, yeah, the build up to the game awards is, is, is exciting. You know, we're less than – Two months away now, and yeah. if you remember our last time we did that, it was it was a great time. It was, yeah. yeah was we get to dis- discuss who, which NPC we want to have a drink with, and you know some other. Well, stuff. I'm talking about the game awards, not oh. our game of the year. Well, <laughs> the game what, awards, you know, whatever. You, I'm just excited to talk. I mean, about we haven't having s- a drink with Garl, okay? <laughs> Where we got to see Hades too, and um, Judas, and Death Stranding too, of course. It is comical, Nick, how bad our um, synergy is with watching shows together. I just like. We've watched every show mm-hmm. except for the Wolverine Showcase and the very first announcement of the Game Awards, which was Hades 2. <laughs> like, yeah. We've never had that moment yeah. where Sorry. we kind of lost our minds. but Unfortunately, yeah. I don't know. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll work it out so we can watch it live with other people. That yeah. would be wild. That'd be fun. But, but yeah, so if, if reviews come out for Alan Wake 2 specifically, then we will we'll determine which six games we think will be the Game of the Year nominees for the Game Awards. So. Cool. 
I don't I don't know if you can think of anything else. I mean, I'll have cyberpunk thoughts here, you know, at some point. I don't know. I don't know if it makes – I probably makes just most amount of sense to beat the game, and then we can talk about it. You've talked about it a lot. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'll probably uh, keep chip, chipping away at that. Um, my son is two missions away from beating Neon White, which is just ridiculous. <laughs> um, so I might, I might pry him to try and give me a quick little stupid review too. Cause, yeah, maybe pry, see how he does with yeah. that review first. Yeah, because that stuff makes me, <laughs> me, makes me laugh. But no, yeah, all eyes on Spider-Man, all eyes on, on Cyberpunk for me. And yeah, yeah I'm going to, going to amusement park this weekend, so I won't be able to play games. <laughs> Boo! Boo! Roller coasters! I mean, <laughs> oh, they're so stupid! Oh, oh it's getting, it's getting, Whee! it's gonna get. The weather's gonna get shittier, so yeah, that'll be more video game time. Yeah, and yeah, honestly, the weather this weekend looks like crap. But uh, uh, yeah, on the video game front, uh, yeah, it's Spider-Man Two. But I also want to check out Gotham Knights, which is a free PlayStation Plus extra game. And I don't know why I'm just drawn to these bigger games that you know I missed on their first time around because they weren't very good, uh, like. Avengers and like Callisto Protocol and now this that I am going to check out Gotham Knights too. It's probably the best thing that the subscription services gotten us is just yeah, yeah access to that kind of stuff. Saints Row if you know not not that I wanted to play that but you know there's <laughs> there are a ton of people I'm sure that were like yeah I want to play it but I heard it sucks so I'm not going to buy it and then like cool here you go so. yeah and you just get to check it out and and figure it out so yeah I'll I might I probably won't I don't know if I'll have thoughts by next week's show because like I said it'll be. Spider-Man 2, just mm-hmm. nonstop. Yep. So uh, exciting, you know. Again, it's it's been a while since a big Sony. Fr- well, not Final Fantasy 16, but that's not first party. Yeah. I mean, that's so, I mean, exclusive, I mean, but feels like it, no, yeah. the last one I think is for Forbidden. No, it's Ragnarok. It's Ragnarok. I mean, I did I Bur- about Burning that. Shores <laughs> was earlier this year, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Sony's been kind of quiet, but again, they got their best title yet coming out. So our best-selling one. Easy does, it. <laughs> Easy does it. We'll see. It could be. We'll see. All right. So, John, what's what song are we leaving them on? So, t- to complement the amazing intro you guys heard today with one of my favorite favorite uh, favorite games of all time, quite honestly, from Portal Two, going with the end credit song "What You Want You Gone" by Jonathan Coulton. Um, are, you, are you trying to just make us play that game again? I love that game. <laughs> I love. I um. I mean, dude, I I will always find time to play through that game if somebody wants. Like, I got my, I was talking to my parents. I'm like, you guys should check these out. Like, you love puzzles. It's a little hard, right? Because you got to get used to the first person. But like, Stamina. I feel like Portal One is pretty pretty accessible. But no, it's just those games are perfect. It's it, they're perfect, straight up perfect. Yeah, it would be nice if they got some kind of remaster. Can you play it on PlayStation Four? Um. I can play it on Switch. They released yeah. the Portal Companion Collection for Switch like mm-hmm. last year, which is Portal One and Portal Two. Um, so I, I picked that up um, and I've beaten Portal One. Haven't gotten through Portal Two again, but yeah, it's just mm. yeah. Because I was watching, I was watching the clip you sent me to for the intro, and I was like, ah, oh, so man, good. Hey, should I should I play this again? Yeah, you should. <laughs> you should absolutely should. I mean. You know, even if you just want a little taste, yeah, play the first one, get it through in 90 minutes. But two is better and almost, dude, two would be a fucking awesome co-op game for us to play. Because, like, <laughs> I've never played the co-op and I know the levels are entirely different because they made them around the co-op. That'd be fun. Yeah, it looks like you can't. Not on, at least on PlayStation 4 and 5. There's yeah, no I don't, way, yeah. There's no way to play. There. No, I think the only way that Portal's ever come to Sony is through the orange box. That's it. And Portal 2 was its own thing. Portal 2 was? Yeah, it was a, it was a PS3? game. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah, re-release that shit. Come on. Yeah. Give Valve, give Valve some money. <laughs> yeah, they And then give it. us Half-Life Alex while you're at it. 
So yeah, enjoy enjoy the song. I hope you enjoyed the clip again. Uh, Mr. J.K. Simmons is a is a treasure. He is. Uh, he sure is. They released footage over the weekend of him as Omni Man in Mortal Kombat One, and it was awesome. It's awesome. Yeah, one of the <laughs> one of the best. All right, so we will be back next week with a hell of a lot of Spider Man. So Woo. hopefully you get some time in this weekend to play it yourself. Thwip, thwip, bitch. <laughs> and on that, <laughs> we'll see you next week. Bye, guys. See you. Well, here we are again. It's always such a pleasure. Remember when you tried to kill me twice? Oh, how we laughed and laughed. Except I wasn't laughing. Under the circumstances, I've been shockingly nice. You want your freedom to That's what I'm counting on I used to want you dead But now I only want you gone She was a lot like you Maybe not quite as heavy Now little Carolyn is in you too one day they woke me up, so I could live forever It's such a shame the same will never happen to you You got your short Saturday flag That's what I'm counting on I'll let you get right to it now I only want you gone Did you think I meant you? That would be funny if it weren't so sad Well, you have been replaced I don't need anyone now When I delete you, maybe I'll Oh